What is up guys and girls, welcome to another episode of the Non-Stop Review, I'm your host as always Devin, and joining me equally as always is Rick. Hello everyone. Normally we like to jump straight in, but just a little bit of a disclaimer, you might hear some ding-dongs, that's because we have uh, forces that be outside of our control operating in our areas today. Well yes, what is normally a uh, an alert to the door is open is now going off constantly, and it's doing my nut in, but oh well. We'll see if we can get through this instead. <laughs> yeah, the, f- the funny thing is, is I can hear it every time you talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are we doing today, Rick? Today we're doing Steven Universe, Season 4, Episode 17, Storm in the Room. Three, two, one, and go. Hey, we get an intro this time. Yeah, we do. Uh, I haven't got a clue what this episode might be, because the, uh, the title doesn't give us much of an idea. At a guess, I'd say perhaps something to do with Yellowtail, because Storm... But, uh, yeah, it eh. could be. It could be. And we saw Yellowtail last episode, so... Uh, mm-hmm. Could it equally be just be Lapis with her back. water powers. Yeah. Yeah. A literal storm in the room because she's making it cry- making the ceiling cry. Or literally straight on from the last episode because Steven's still in that stupid outfit. Yep. <laughs> still got his ears pierced. So she's going off somewhere. Yeah, I think she's going to camp or something. Oh, okay. That's concerning. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's scary. Oh, the fact that enough people have uh... called her private number and have tracked it down. That's uh, that's fucked up. It is, yeah, but it's not in any way uncommon for um for medical professionals to have people find them somewhere in the universe, friend of a friend of a friend, and uh, call them outside of office hours. Yeah, but fuck you. Oh, totally, <laughs> totally. Work-life balance is a thing for a reason. Let healthcare professionals have it. Oh, they're literally doing ad-libs. So it would seem. We haven't seen uh, Priyanka very often, but she does not seem the type of person to uh, act this way. No. Maybe her phone fell in a blender or something. Maybe so, but the fact that she was predetermined to turn up at a certain point here, and she hasn't, is also alarming. True, true. Oh, it is fucking ad-libs. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, listen, I can super empathise with Connie in this instance, because I've had times where, uh, not for a long time now, but there's times where you can't get hold of a family member or a friend and you're like, oh, fuck, what if they're just fucking in a ditch somewhere? And it's a million times worse when it's the reliable family member. Oh, absolutely. Or, or the reliable friend. There she is. Whew!
It, it wasn't Pirianka's fault, but uh, fuck me, what a stressful time for both of them. Because it's mm. quite clear that she knows this is how Connie would react. Yeah. <laughs> Is Stephen now going to get all weird because he's like, I don't know what that feels like because I don't have a mum. Because mm. that seems to be... Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, That's yeah. definitely where we're going. It's like a thousand yard stare into the mirror, bro. Yeah. Boy, are they painting a fucking depressing picture. Fuck! <laughs> living alone, and he still needs a buffet. <laughs> oh, yeah, because the Crystal Gems are helping out Greg, so he's not... Fuck! It's another one of those, don't let the existential dread set in. Don't let it set don't in! Don't let it set in! <laughs> oh, it's a million times worse when you're on your own. Oh! It oh, is, poor yeah. Steven, you're 14, you shouldn't be feeling like this. That was fucking sudden. Yeah, yeah. Sudden start is raining and uh, he's got a leaf in his mac and cheese. He's covered in shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is just water, but yeah. Yeah, but it's dirty rainwater. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, then come into my psycho psychoactive uh, strange room. Is this a thing that could always have happened, or is this the first time we're seeing it? Oh, uh, this is where he... I think it's where he meets Lion. I which I, is an episode I never saw, because it would have happened in season one. Yeah, and we got the um, the sword, and... Uh, he got the sword from here. The shield is obviously his own. I thought the sword came out of Lion's mane. Kind of. So I think... How much of this is real, Rick? None. Like, they even address it. I'm being very quiet, but mostly because I'm trying to contemplate not contemplate, but compute what the fuck is actually happening. What the fuck? <laughs> Play N64. <laughs> Don't forget, there's an entire Sylvester Stallone film that he he's a trucker <laughs> who competes in arm wrestling competitions across the country and he's been neglecting his son. <laughs> this is super... Yeah, okay. I don't know much about Rose Quartz slash Pink Diamond, but from the glimpses we've seen of her, she's not like this. Unless she's trying to... That's fucking weird looking. Um, <laughs> Unless no. she's trying to experiment on something, discover something's nature, and even then she wouldn't be this. What the fuck's going on, Rick? Yeah, it's all... Um, the room giving Stephen what it thinks he needs. Right. Because um, when he initially went in, I thought there might have been some kind of connection to his um, his gem, and somehow the gem could have portrayed um, Rose's uh, thoughts and feelings, but uh, evidently not. 
And, oh, yeah, we've got to have a fucking Peanuts gag. <laughs> Sit your ass down and meditate. Dude, she sounds just like a chatbot. Yeah, she does not sound natural at all. Like, all of the responses are just, go on, tell me more. Also, all of her facial expressions are off. Yeah, they all look like something extrapolated from the painting. Yeah, it it doesn't look like it doesn't look like there's been an animation error or the artists are doing a bad job. It looks like they are trying to convey that there's something not quite right going on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel really bad for Stephen at the moment. Yeah, this uh, it's slightly too serene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, storm in the room. That's a good shot. You now must fight Lord Gwyn. (laughs) 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 Sorry, man. Yeah, it's, it's the transition to the Nameless King. It really is. You've even got the little piano beats. <laughs> Greg's doing pretty okay, though, little buddy. He is now. I f- oh, that's just it, isn't it? It's very much a human thing, because humans have to deal with this, but gems not so much. Hmm. Fuck, I still remember that fucking flashback episode where all the gems got suddenly excited because they're like, Stephen, you're actually Rose. Yeah. Now, this one only knows the memories that Stephen has as well. Mm. Like, that's why she's bringing up the, uh, the tape and uh, things like that. So my fucking idea of having a few fluff episodes in a row was super fucking wrong. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, this episode is kind of fluffant. This episode's a fucking downer. No need to sugarcoat it. <laughs> yeah. Remember the leaf? Pick the leaf out. Okay, don't, just don't eat mac and cheese. Stephen needed this. Yeah, he did. If Stephen wasn't on his own, I don't think any of that would have occurred. However, it's a very important milestone that it happened. Yeah, dad and three aunties. (laughs) 
I, we're calling them like the gay aunts, but let's be honest, right? The the gems are are, are Stephen's mother. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, as a collective, there is mom, and then a case can be made for Amethyst being the uh, the irresponsible older sister. Uh, yeah, yeah, but even she has at times she has very much um uh matriarchal feelings towards him. That's a that's not the way I wanted to word it, but that's the words I chose. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, yeah, she supplies formative moments. Yeah, yeah, but I I also get like there's jealousy from Amethyst towards. Stephen, which does suggest more elder sibling vibe than uh, mother. Um, yeah. Like, honestly, the way I see it, Pearl, mother, Garnet, cool aunt, Amethyst, older sibling. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. I feel you. But yeah, that's just me putting arbitrary labels on anything. They're all parental and important figures in Stephen's life. Yeah. Uh, but wait, Rick, more importantly, what did you think of the episode? It was a very slow one, and... Um... Was it? It really felt like it went a mile a minute there. Okay, okay. Like, I'd, I'd say it was um, It was kind of needed to be a bit more introspective into, like, you know, Stephen's um, emotional needs right now. So it's not going to be, like, top ten episodes, but, like, it, it wasn't as, uh, as egregiously bad as, like, the town episodes you know but yeah how about you what do you think yeah i thought it was a good episode i think there's no point in there's no point in ever bringing up townie episodes because they're all so unimportant like <laughs> nothing lasting ever happens we haven't seen mr frowny since no i don't think we ever do <laughs> so uh, that episode may as well not existed mm, mm. Yeah, it's again we, we say it time and time again especially with the townie episodes it's quite noticeable cartoon network wanted a series where they could just bang out episodes in any order whenever the fuck they wanted and unfortunately that was the concession that had to be made with some episodes. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Uh, this was not that. This was very plot heavy. If you watched just this episode with no other context, you'd be confused. Mm, mm. Uh, case in point, I don't think I've seen the episode where the tape in question was watched because I don't know what the fuck they were talking about. Yeah, there's at least two tapes, I believe. I think they even find one where um, a, a spare tape for if Stephen turned out to be a girl. Okay, but again, um, I've I've not seen neither of these episodes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm going to assume that initial tape was in season one. Yeah, it would have been, yeah. Then again, season one's also weird because it's two seasons long. It is. It's the <laughs> longest season out of all all the Steven Universe. It's got like a third of the episodes. Rick, favourite moment? It was the, the tonal shift from Sunshine and Rainbows within the room to um, the Nameless King style storm as Steven's exploring his uh, his actual experience with, with how Rose actually has been with uh, those who were meant to be near and dear to her. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. It was good cinematography. How about you? What was your favourite moment? Favourite moment was um, the very clear signs the moment that uh, Rose was uh, shown that something ain't quite right here. From the way she didn't really talk like a person to the weird facial expressions she just pulled at times. There was... Granted, I know a bit more about the series than nothing, but even so, I think someone without any prior knowledge could have probably put two and two together and, and assumed that there was not something right here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, terrible English, but you know what I mean. Rick, MVP! Uh, it's a tough one, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to give it to Stephen. Like, Greg showing up at two seconds at the end, giving him exactly what he needs, doesn't uh, belay the fact that Stephen carried the episode in terms of what he needed to do, what he needed to achieve. So yeah, Stephen from me. How about you? This is very much a two-character episode, and the other character, despite not being a true interpretation of the character, was Rose. And I don't think it would have been anywhere near as interesting without her inclusion, even if it was a weird, morphed type of version. And the effects they had on display and the uh, storytelling transitions they used were masterful in my opinion uh, granted I don't have a degree in this shit so my opinion's worth dog shit but yeah I'm gonna give it to Rose even though it technically wasn't Rose yeah yeah totally totally 
pseudo rose quartz. I think it would be uh, not offensive, but disingenuous of us to give two awards to Stephen when Stephen could not have possibly been as interesting without Rose being there. Yeah, as we saw before he went into the room, like just seeing him bum around the house depressed, it was uh, it was a bit too real. But also, like I also really couldn't have watched a whole episode of that. Dude, he was acting like I would do on a bad day of just shitty microwave food. Am I going outside? Fuck that, it's cold. Yep, it's uh, to the microwave, to the table, and table is only if you're feeling fancy. But yeah, that's it for us today. Join us again next week where, well, I've got to be honest with you, I'm not looking forward to next week's episode because it looks shit. (laughs) (laughs) See you next week, guys. Bye.